what's going on everybody welcome back to yet another um fun and informative and not frequent at all episode of bored to death yeah welcome back to our irregularly scheduled program program (laughs) um with no real set time frame and uh yeah you're here now so yeah it makes it makes for uh, a great listener audience like a listenership Mm-hmm. Where We're it's like it. when they when they should know when to find us and listen to us, which is so erratic. I I have no excuse. I, I mean, I have an excuse. Yeah, life life is happening again. The my excuse is that no one pays us to do this, and so therefore we have to do it on our own time frame. And sometimes I'm tired. Yeah, and we've been just busy on the weekends, and we don't have time to do this shit during the week because we're half broke millennials. Half broke. Does that mean the other side of that mean we're half rich? We're half stable. Half stable. Yeah. Okay. Isn't, that ju- isn't that just the dream? Is just to sustain till somebody throws us in the ground? Just to be half stable though, yeah. not fully stable. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Too much stability, it just you know, it makes me exci- uncomfortable. Takes the excitement out of living. Yeah, that's it. Sure, 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 sure. As always, I'm John. I'm Kayla. And this is the first time you're hanging out with us. We are a tabletop and board game podcast where we talk about the ins and outs of board game and tabletop culture, uh, sometimes specific games, um, and then, you know, we talk about what we've been doing uh, as, like, regular human beings outside of the cardboard uh, realm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You did it. So, as uh, as we said, we've been kind of busy. We have not been uh, doing this on a regular um, schedule, and that's because uh, the world's kind of going back to normal. Kind of. As long as you live in a blue state. With vaccinated people. Yeah. That's really it. That's really it. I'm glad I got one. Mm, yeah. Is it a violation of my HIPAA rights for me to tell you that? Yes. Okay. It's my God-given right to cough in your eyes and give you my Delta variant. I would rather you never coughed in my eyes, even under perfect circumstances, just to let you know. I'm just waiting for somebody to come out like Delta variant, the board game. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Well, I already saw that board game at Target, the one that was called You're on Mute, and it's like a party game. And I think I posted it on our Instagram a while back, but I was like, I would literally rather never play a board game again than ever, ever say those words out of context. Wow. You rather so those words out of context versus the party game that we unironically played with friends called Punish Me Daddy. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. <laughs> you already know I didn't like that. And I didn't even need to open up the box to no, know that I was gonna not no, like that. It's really it's really great if you could just keep the cringeworthiness on the outside of your box. So mm-hmm. we don't even have to pretend to fucking Want to deal with it no. in any way, shape, or form. No, I don't like that stuff. I don't like it. Some party games are okay. We have a handful of them that, like, I know you don't like Super Fight, but it's, like, it, it's a non-offensive party game about, like, who's the best superhero when you combine nouns and adjectives. Like, No, here's the thing. It's not that I don't like that game so much. It's that I'm usually sitting next to you, yeah. and I don't want to argue... With you. I can do that literally any day of the week. Yeah. And sometimes I pick all of them to argue with you. I don't need to do it when I'm drunk in a party game. I like to be sober when I argue with you. It's easier. Yeah. I'm more rational then. It's more constructive. Yeah. And so I don't want to be drunk arguing about superheroes with you so I can be irrationally angry about at you for something that doesn't matter. 
Just like when I woke up this morning and I had a dream that you bought like four new TVs and three new Xboxes after I paid off a credit card, and I woke up and I was mad at you. Well, yeah, I mean, you didn't tell me till later, so you weren't really that mad at me. I mean, I was mad. I had to figure out. Why your brain was like, be mad at your husband. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. And then I figured it out, and I let it go, because that is irrational. But yeah, um, so we're we're moving back into the realm of seeing people, and we thought that we would actually have an entire episode uh, talking about the do's and don'ts of going to a game night. Yeah. Because... In the perfect world where we have a whole, our collection to share with people, we'll bring people here because we're lazy and we don't want to get into our car and drive somewhere. I want to have access to all the alcohol in my house to not have to be a responsible person to get back into a car and drive home. But that's not always the case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just in general, you and I kind of prefer hosting than not hosting. Yeah. And especially like we have the collection. Right, yeah. so we do have the variety. But in the case of you going to an invited board game evening, mm-hmm. we figured uh, some do's and don'ts of going to said event. Yeah. Because we got to remind people how to be fucking humans around each other. Because yeah. now it's like, oh, you told me to wear a mask in line at the supermarket, and I, I as a crazy, unstable American, just pull out a knife and stab you because... That's what happens now. Is it? Yeah. Okay. That's why you just don't approach crazy people. Or just people in general. Yeah. As a, as a tangent for a moment, you said don't approach crazy people just now. Essentially. Yeah. yeah? That's what you said? You agree? Mm-hmm. Um, however, you are the one who's real quick to be willing to roll down your window at crazy people in traffic. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but. Yeah, now you're just in a, in a motor vehicle that could be used as a weapon. Yeah, sure, it's fine. But the chances of somebody doing that, getting out of their car to say some shit, that's why you got to wait till the light turns green and they start driving away. I was going to yell at that person operating two phones at the same time when their hands were not on the steering wheel. Yeah, I know. And then you wouldn't let me. Yeah. Because she probably would have hit us with her car. She wasn't going to do that. She was going too fast. (laughs) Safety first, kids. Safety first. Safety first. Put your... Fucking phone down while you're driving. Both of them. All three of them. Um, put as many put phones fa- as you have. Put your family of phones down <laughs> while you're... You know what? I even understand if you're, like, at a stoplight and you have one phone in your hand or whatever. This fucking person had two phones. Yeah. And she was literally closing apps on both of them fucking dual-wielding with both thumbs. How do you do that shit? I don't know. I can't even operate one phone with two hands. I don't know how she operated two phones with two hands. How absolutely fucked is your attention span that you need to now operate two phones at the same... Like, I listen... Mean, my attention span is fucked enough that I can't watch the three-minute TikToks. Once I see you're going past that minute, and, nah. And that's fine, right? Like, we're a generation that's grown up on screens, but... At the same time, like, what are you planning on accomplishing? I could pay attention to one screen at a time. Now you if got you're two. lucky. If I'm lucky. But what, what the fuck ever. Do's and don'ts of going to board game <laughs> nights. So uh, on your way there, maybe you yell at some people doing some shit in Put cars. your phone down. Put your phone down. Please. All right. So when you're going and you've been invited and now you've accepted said invite. Mm-hmm. And it was done, uh, you know. Via an appropriate email, and then you accept it, add it to your Google Calendar, and now we both know we're going. Mm-hmm. Provide an accurate headcount. Yeah. If I'm saying, if somebody invites the both of us and be like, oh, I'm going, and I don't speak for you, you don't speak for me, and someone might assume you're coming, but it's like, well, 
yeah, Kayla is also coming with me, or I am coming alone. Because a lot of times, well, all the time, games depend on player counts. Yep. And you don't want to be that one ass clown that brings an extra person and now you can't play the one game. Now you suddenly have five people instead of four. And that really changes uh, the way that your host may have been thinking about games to play for the evening. Because five player games are sometimes harder to come by. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's just important. And then you get pushed into the party game realm, which isn't always that fun. Now, especially if you were planning on playing board games. Mm -hmm. Like, I think if you... Party games always have their place. We should do a whole episode about this. Party games have their place. Mm -hmm. Usually at the end of the night when you've had a little too much to drink and you can't set anything up anymore. Or explain rules in some sort of cohesive manner. Yeah. But, like, you know, I don't want to start the night with a party game. No. Well, yeah, so make sure you just let people know how many people are coming, especially the people hosting. As people who pre-plan, do a lot of pre-planning with what games we're going to play, we've already started thinking about it long before you got there, of like, this person might like this game. So it's just good to know who's going to be there. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like, it's it's just common sense, right? You would think. You would think. You would think. Um, the next do is to have patience with people who are new to games. I think we're going to get a lot of these lately, or in the near future. People who are new to board games, and uh, if we're playing with other people who are, like, seasoned gamers, mm-hmm. you got to have patience with the new people. They might not understand all the mechanics right away, and we want them to have a good time, too. Yeah, and it's like, you always have, like... The people who know exactly what to do, when a game starts, how they're going to strategize. Like, you could play to win. Like, nobody's saying, like, don't do that. But, like, be okay with, like, re-explaining rules and, like, understanding what the turn uh, order looks like of, of how you're doing stuff. Because even, like, the most basic games, if you're starting out with, like, a, a person new to the hobby... This shit is, is just a foreign language to some people. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's going to take time. Like, oh, well, yeah, deck building is, like, a basic mechanic for a lot of board games. But some people don't know what the fuck that means. So, just go slow. Read the rules. If people have questions, answer them. Don't make people feel stupid. Yeah, that's the worst. I don't like it. Sometimes when you play games, even if we play games that are more complicated... Than normal, um, and somebody's teaching it to you, and other people around the table act like you're dumb because you didn't know it. I hate that. Yeah, fuck those people. We don't. We don't want any. We did a whole episode on gatekeepers before, and we don't want anybody to be a gatekeeper. No. Because that's what you'll become if you're an asshole while somebody's learning something new. You kind of become a gatekeeper, and you're basically just trying to keep other people out of the hobby, yep. and that's not cool. You should go the fuck home. You're a trash baby. Well, that's dramatic. That's what um, (laughs) one of the other podcasts that I listen to refers to people who are uh, judgy towards other people and how they, it's one of the reading ones, one of the books, Mm -hmm. book podcasts, and they call them trash babies if you're like an asshole to people who are like exploring new things with books or just like being judgy or elitist about it. They call them trash babies. It's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're being a judgy asshole to somebody who's new to board gaming, you're a trash baby. Yeah, you dumpster orphan. Dumpster orphan. That you. That is a whole... That is way different than a trash baby. At least there were trash parents, probably. Maybe. And you went to orphan. Yeah. And put them in a dumpster. <laughs> that is definitely worse. trash goes in a dumpster. 
Eventually. I mean, it's uh, whatever. <laughs> this is taking a weird turn. Yeah. Uh, also, don't show up empty-handed. Even if nobody asks you to bring anything, bring some fucking snacks and beverages. Don't be just a, a, a consumption asshole and just devour all the things that are in front of you. Even if it's bringing just a six-pack of what you like to drink for beer or maybe a bottle of wine. Or some soda. Soda, some sparkling uh, flavored water if you if you really hate yourself. I don't know. S- sparkling flavored water? Yeah. Are you talking about the... Uh... Oh my God! What do they call them? Lacroix. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. We're not gonna be. We're not gonna serve you that in our house. Just yeah. to let you know. So if you also, want if you that, drink Lacroix. I automatically assume you're a douche canoe. That's, not th- you know there are gonna be people coming to our house for board game night who drink Lacroix. And they're gonna. And I'm. But I already know them. But if I don't know you, that's my assumption. You have to prove your worth. If you're coming in with Lacroix, being like, "Yeah, I'm about to throw down tonight for an epic board I game evening." I don't think anybody who drinks Lacroix like sets it down and is like, "Yeah, what now, bitch?" I don't think anybody who drinks Lacroix comes in with that attitude. But that's how I think that they are. That's how I think they're going to be. If I don't know them. I would really just love a video of somebody setting down a six pack of just like shotgunning like, a Lacroix. Fuck yeah, bitch! <laughs> oh god, the, all that carbonation would hurt. The bubbles make me feel drunk. Right. <laughs> just some fucking basic fucking Chad. <laughs> what? You know how they call Karens the the female the male version of a Karen is a Chad. Is that official? Did have I think we so. as a society decided that? I mean, or like Chaz. Maybe it's a Chaz. Chaz is definitely douchier. Yeah, let's go with Chaz. Sorry, Chad, but also fuck you. But yeah, bring something like yeah, anything. And it's not like you know nobody is saying you need to go and like bake some cookies from scratch. Like pick up, stop at the Rite Aid on your way here and bring some chips and salsa. Yeah, there's or a Rite Aid brownies, right at the know? end. I mean, that'd be great too. God. Um, <laughs> Fucking yeah, un, uh, un inadvertently drug your board game party. I mean, you should be upfront. Yeah. With that, just uh, we do we don't have that as a do or don't, but let's just go ahead and say that if you're bringing any sort of edible, you should make sure you're clear with your group. Yeah. I would really prefer for you not to get fired. Yeah, that'd be pretty lame. Yeah, that would that be uncool. Yeah. Uh, in you know, game nights could be long. So you want to just make sure that uh, you're bringing a whole bunch of stuff that everyone could be uh, snacking and munching on. I like snacks. Oh, yeah. Um, do shut up and play what the host suggests. Really, like, it's not your game night. And, yes, everybody has their own set of, like, what they like to play. Like, you and I, we're not big hero gamers, right? So, like, those long kind of complex strategic like long hauls for games those aren't games that we normally add to our collection but if we're going to a game night and somebody is like dead set on playing this with people shut the fuck up and play it i'll still play it yeah yeah i mean it's funny because when you said this one i think you and i uh i we we differ a little bit because i think about how we were just visiting friends last weekend and we still rolled up with our own set of games to play just in case yeah so like you can still bring some stuff, some of your favorites. So just because John says play what we want to play, you might have something in your collection that you really want us to play that we might be able to be convinced. Yeah, but like, don't assume that like you as the invited guest is going to have control over what's being played, right? It's like, oh, well, these are the games I had envisioned for the evening, 
And if the host is open to uh, sign one of your games in this one. But if uh, not, then you should put your bag of fucking shit that you brought over by the door and don't forget it when you leave. Or do. You can leave your games with me. That's fine. Yeah. But it, it actually goes back to the um, the first one about having a head count for the evening. Just because, you know, at least if you're coming to our house, we've got such a wide array of games that once we make the plans for people to come over, we've already started thinking about what you might want to play based on how many games you've played, based on what we already know your interests are, things like that. So, for example, when uh, when uh, when our dear friend Patrick comes over, we already know we're playing Wingspan. Yeah, because he likes birds and shit. Because he likes birds. It's a great game. It's very pretty. There's things to learn. I think Patrick's really going to love it. So, we've, we haven't even set up a game night with Patrick, and I already know when he comes over, we're playing Wingspan. Yeah, and I'm going to fucking crush him. No, you're not. I'm going to crush both of you. That's fair. That's all that really matters. Yeah. Um, also, do treat games respectfully. Um, it's not your game. So don't yeah. fuck it up. Yeah, if I see anyone bending my cards during the game, we're going to stop and I'm going to put it away. Don't yeah. bend my shit. It's like if I saw you dog-earing my books. You can do that with your own property. That's fine. Don't do it to mine. Yeah. Use a damn bookmark. And how do you know that the person that you're playing with isn't some crazy person and is going to come out and stab you? Like I was saying earlier. You spend too much time on the internet. I don't know what to tell you. Just saying. Some people are irrational with how they react to things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Also, wash your fucking hands. Don't get all greasy-ass fingers. We told you to bring snacks. You're not a freaking Neanderthal, okay? Yeah, use a napkin. Yeah, or a coaster. Yeah, and paper towels. Yeah. All that shit. Because, I, I don't know, like, like, just people not using coasters is, like, my biggest pet peeve. Because, like, there's some services I don't give a fuck about in our house. Our coffee table, uh, if we had a, a viable replacement for said coffee table, I would burn it down in the backyard. But we don't. So I really don't give a shit about that surface, right? Mm-hmm. But our kitchen table is pretty nice. I want you to fuck it up. Well, really, the reason I want people to use a coaster while we're playing games is because, you know, you can might get sweaty. And then you might accidentally set a card down on it, and then the card's all wrinkly forever. And then we stab you. Because now we're the irrational ones, Mm -hmm. apparently. Yes. That's what I'm gathering from that? Yeah. Uh, I think those are all the do's. Yeah, those are the do's we've got. Yeah. So, moving on to the don'ts. Yeah, because who wants to end on positivity? Not us. That's for sure. Um, First one is uh, don't be shy. If you're having a bad time with a game, you should say so. Because we can put the game away and play something else. The game doesn't have feelings. My feelings aren't going to be hurt if you don't enjoy this game. Um, and it's going to be worse if you keep playing a game and you're miserable. Like, but, but what happens if when you go to put the game away, it stabs you? Oh my God. <laughs> I haven't had enough beers for this conversation. But yeah, like... It's it it is kind of the host's responsibility to kind of get a feel for the room of like especially if it's people that they've gamed with in the past and it's like a reoccurring group of people, you know it is on the host a little bit to know what people might want to play or not play or, you know, be respectful of like people's time and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that's on the host. But if you're really just having like you don't know what the fuck you're doing and all this other stuff, like it, it is just a game, right? So. Not live a, live with really, that a little bit. 
Not every game is for every person. So, yeah. And that's fine. And you just found out a game that doesn't work for you. So. Yeah, and I if if you came over to our house and you were not having a good time with the game, I would I would want to know like what part of this feels like it's too much or you just don't like because that that theme or mechanic might exist somewhere else. So you should definitely let us know because otherwise we might try and play a similar game in the future, and then you'd be miserable again. We or don't want to put you in that place. Or if you're just miserable, we know not to invite you. Yeah. You fucking buzzkill. Sure. Why not? You're making us sound like really good hosts. <laughs> We're not the hosts here. We're being invited to the... We are telling people how, as an invitee, to react. Yeah, I know. But I just said if we were hosting, and then you said, but if you're miserable, we're not going to invite you. Yeah, if you're going to, like, cry into the box because, you know. There is no reason to cry playing a board game. There's no crying in board games. There's no crying in board games. No. Uh, Also, like, don't be a sore loser or an asshole when you win. Right? Uh, Again, if you're not having a great time, yeah, maybe tell, like, ride it out. You don't know how the game's gonna go. You might think that you're doing really shitty, and I've been guilty of this. And I've been I've been better about it. But like, if you're having a real shit time, you're like, oh man, they, like this isn't for me. I really don't know what I'm doing. And you might even like, just end up winning. But understand why the game pissed you off or whatever. But like, don't be that one person. Every if you know you're gonna win, like we have a friend who's just really good at board games. He's good at rule explaining, he's designed in the past, and he wins a lot. But he doesn't gloat, right? So Yeah, if he did, I wouldn't play with him anymore. Yeah, but that, that's the right way to act around it. Also, if you got your fucking ass kicked, like royally fucking smoked, mm-hmm. also just have fun. There ha- in, in competitive games, there's going to be winners and losers. Somebody's got to lose. Yeah. I lose a lot. Me too. Usually to you. Yeah, you lose the most to me. You're the one I always win against. Yep. But, yeah. So, next one. I mean, you have to take the next one because you're passionate. Oh. Yeah, don't overstay your welcome. Right? Like, everybody has, like, a preconceived notion of how the evening is going to end. And if you notice, like, everybody's ready to fucking go and the host is, like ready to have people go just go like I think it's literally the worst thing sometimes where you never want to be the first person to leave sometimes if like you want to get going but read the room right I I I don't want to nobody wants to be the host that's like hey uh I'm going to bed you guys are you guys are getting the fuck out of my house now right right like that's cool we had a great time but I'm done with this great time you could you get the fuck out. Yeah, just no one to go. No one to go. Also, if you're not having a great time, just use an excuse. Gotta feed my grandma. You know, something gotta rational. Gotta feed my grandma. Just something rational and believable. Like, gotta feed my grandma. Yeah. Sure. Uh, my next don't is don't let John explain the rules. That's <laughs> so true. Um. Yeah, and along these same lines are... If you're at our house, and we, John and I are explaining the rules together, don't be surprised when one of us gives the other one a look of pure annoyance. Yeah. Because John doesn't explain games correctly, and 
I usually give him a look. It's not correctly. It's efficiently. I get there. It's just a long roundabout way that doesn't make any fucking sense or is helpful at all. Yeah. So yeah. thank you for making my point. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I literally wrote that. I mean, I use the words. You mm-hmm. wrote it down. Yeah. But yeah, um, we uh, we fundamentally disagree on the appropriate way to explain games, and so therefore it causes just a little bit of... Uh, sometimes, I will say, there are times where if there's a game that I know you want to explain, I'm like, I'm going to go do something else while you start explaining this so that I don't get irrationally upset at you. That's good. So, yeah, I'm going to like... Go, quote unquote, go to the bathroom. I'm just going to go pet the cats for a little gonna while. And just going to go out for some cigarettes and milk, and then 25 years later, you never come back. Yep. You know, you know things I spend my money on, cigarettes and milk. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. Um, yeah. Also, don't worry about time. Right? So you've been invited to this to this, uh, this game night, and you don't care. You, you are an open, you are open-ended to the games that you're going to play. And a and an end time has been decided on for the evening. Don't worry about how long a game is is taken to play, right? A, a lot of times people get kind of like you can get bored or a little like in the weeds of like longer games. Mm-hmm. But just don't worry about it. Just just take your turn. Just have fun. Just socialize. Yeah. At this point, since we all haven't seen each other for so long, board games are basically just a conduit for conversation. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm finding. The more games we're playing with more people that we haven't seen in a long time is that this is just another mechanism for conversation. And that's fine. Yeah. So, even if the game is supposed to be 45 minutes, but you're two hours in, that's fine. It doesn't matter. And it's going to happen. And maybe you only get to one or two games that night. That's fine. Yeah, and a lot of times, too, it's like, if you are teaching a new game for a game night, you do have to add in that buffer. Because games are going to say, oh... 30 to 45 minutes or 45 minutes to 90 minutes. Like you, the, the range is going to be like, okay, you should probably just straight up add 20 to 30 minutes onto that playtime just to be able to explain to people how the fuck to play the game in the first place. Oh, yeah, that's always true. That's fi- always true. And finally, don't show up sick. If we've learned anything in the past 18 to 20 months, it's that you're, you're gross, you're gross, I'm gross, everyone's fucking gross. And if you could just keep your grossness to yourself and not make other people sick, great. I don't care if you show up sick and you have a mask on, don't fucking show up sick. Plain yeah, and simple. Just stay home. Yeah. We'll reschedule. Or okay. we won't. We'll have a great time without you. And you're sick and shit sucks and life happens and we'll get you next time. Literally don't show up sick. Please, please, please. I don't care what kind of sick it is either. Yeah. We had we had to reschedule a dinner. With some friends because I had a cold and I was like, I think I'm on the mend, but I'm not 100% sure of that. And one of the people we were going to see works in healthcare. So, like, the last thing I need to do is give a cold to that person. Yeah. So, even though it was just a cold, I stayed to fuck home. Yep. I wanted to see my friend. But guess what? I got to see them the next week when I felt better. Yep. And when, when you saw them, they didn't stab you. They didn't stab me, no. They didn't, yeah. Thank you, Alicia, for not stabbing me. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, yeah, those are some do's and don'ts of uh, your next board game in a- a- adventure as an invitee. Oh, okay. I was like, where's this going? I don't know. I, I kind of started saying something and I didn't know where it was going. Michael Scott, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd like to know if anybody else has any uh, any do's and don'ts. 
Anything you abide by? Any rules you have when you host? Any of the things that we said on the list that you that you disagree with? And if it's the one about being sick, uh, I don't care. Yeah, we don't care. We don't like you. Actually, unsubscribe. Don't ever listen to us again. But give us five stars. Yeah, and you probably like Dan Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Dan. <laughs> Dan Shapiro. Yeah, that guy. Sorry if there's a really nice dude named Dan Shapiro. Probably it sucks for him. Yeah, sucks for them. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, time to the uh, time for the part of the episode where we talk about the things that we've been doing that are not board game related because we are still human beings and don't live, sleep, eat, and breathe board games. But we also do talk about the things we're playing, so this is also part of that too. Yeah. Um, you, you read stuff. So what you been reading? Yeah, I've been reading, wow. reading the books. Wow, bragging about it. Yep. Um, I just read a book called The Wedding Date, where uh, this guy is going to a wedding, and he said he was bringing a date, but he didn't actually have one. And then he gets stuck in an elevator with this one girl, and he decides to take her, and they pretend to be in a relationship. And then they get in a relationship. So it's like a book rom-com. Oh, 100%. Solid. Yeah. Um, Not starring Jennifer Aniston, so. No, not yet. Um, (laughs) But who's to say? Um, and so then I went from that book to a book called Survive the Night, which is a horror book about a guy committing murders on a college campus. So, Solid. Uh, I like to go back and forth between these rom-coms and horror because it's good for my brain. And so, yeah, I'm about halfway through Survive the Night. It's brand new. It's by Riley Sager. It's his fifth book, and I've read all of them. And they've all been horror, right? They've all been horror. They're all great. Solid. I love them all. Yeah. Um, Have you been reading anything? I don't really know. No, I'm trying to get back into my comic collection. I think that's where I'm at because my, my I need to get through those before I'm tempted to buy anything else. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, in terms of what we're watching, because uh, the world is slowly uh, spinning correctly on its axis, um, we've all of our favorite shows are starting to come out again. So, uh, Master Chef. The season of legends. Season of legends. Which is just they can't really still go out and do anything with COVID, so they just bring all these famous chefs in to like teach these home cooks how to cook. Yeah, it's probably the worst season of Master Chef, but I'm still gonna watch every episode. Yeah, because we have nothing else going on. Yeah, and I just I like when Gordon Ramsay yells at people. Actually, he is not the one who's been a giant cunt lately. No, Joe is always the cunt. Joe Bastianich. Whatever. Yeah, that fucking testicle-looking motherfucker. <laughs> sure. Why not? We don't have any feelings about it. Not at all. Also, uh, we've been watching the most wholesome uh, television show on on TV ever. Period. End of sentence. And it's Guy's Grocery Games. So, not end of sentence. No. Many more sentences. Yeah, Guy's Grocery Games is so good. I love that show. It's literally a cooking show inside of Supermarket Sweep. Yeah. From back in the day. We had to have already talked about what Guy's Grocery Games is. Because if you recall... In pandemic times, we watched every episode of this show. It's fantastic. I love it to death. It'll never not be good. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so wholesome. He's such a good dude. Yep. Um, yeah, we've been watching baseball. Yeah. And twins are still losing. Hugely sucking. Yeah, Just so that's blowing sucks. huge ass. Blowing huge ass, if you will. Um, uh, we restarted watching Everybody Loves Raymond. Because we're masochists. It's so bad, it's, man. I can't. I keep going back and watching these shows from like the '90s and the early 2000s, and like, I'm telling you, how did all of us just like not have eating disorders? There are so many fat jokes. It's not even they they weren't funny then, and they keep getting worse. It's it's fat shaming. It's misogynistic. 
It's homophobic. Oh, it's so homophobic. It's like quasi-racist in certain spots. Like, it, all of them are horrible. Yeah. And it's not just everybody loves Raymond. It's literally no, it's all, all of them. them. It's all of them. So, yeah. Um, but there are some funny moments. Yeah. When he goes, Dabra! And everyone, <laughs> and then the laugh track all laughs. The laugh track laughs, and you and I laugh because he says it, and then we go, Dabra! Yeah. And then we laugh. Yeah. But that's really only the funny, the only funny parts. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And what did we just watch in the last two days, Jesus John? fucking Christ. Okay. So, everybody watched that stupid fucking uh, Love is Blind bullshit at the start of the pandemic last last year yeah that was good and that was pretty good right so um there was this new dating show that came out also on netflix called sexy beasts mm-hmm. where it's also a quasi kind of blind date except for everybody's done up in these like creature fucking masks mm-hmm. and all this shit so everyone you could tell it's a um it's for for what we've watched so far, it's been heterosexual couples. Just full full stop there. Very pretty people at the end of it. But you don't, no, there hasn't been any ugly person yet. No. And then aside from like their accent, like it's filmed in Britain, so some people are just painfully British. But aside from that, like you can't tell people's skin color, their uh ethnicity, like all this other stuff. Even their hair. Their hair, like body type to an extent. But everybody looks like they're fucking just done up. These are some wild ass makeup jobs. It looks like Jim Henson created all these motherfuckers. Like they're terrifying. Yeah. But yeah, there's a, no. We we're done. We watched it all, no, we didn't did. we? No, we're still. We have one or two more episodes. Oh okay. Well, that's probably what we're doing after this then. Probably. Um. But it's yeah, fucking so they, ridiculous. They go. There's one person, and then they go on speed dates with three people. They eliminate one person. And they go on two longer dates with the last two, and then they pick one. And everybody then gets gets their hair, makeup, outfit done, and they're the prettiest people that you've ever seen on the planet. Yeah, and then as they're eliminated, they reveal who they are. They, they reveal their faces. Yeah, 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 like what they look like. Yeah. And they're all fucking gorgeous, perfectly chiseled fucking bodies and face and, and they're, everything. They're all very stereotypically beautiful people. Yeah. So, there's that. I, I just want one time... For one of these people on any of these shows to be ugly. Just like they go to reveal themselves. It's like, this is actually just my face. Yeah, I shouldn't even say (laughs) ugly. I just want average. Yeah. That's all. People just like look like me and you. Wow. Are you saying I'm average? I mean. Go fuck yourself, huh? What? You you know that. You're not. Like, we're not. Neither of us are supermodel fucking like pretty for a profession. Speak for yourself. Oh, whatever. Speak for yourself. Whatever. I am a supermodel. Okay, well, start making that money. I'm working on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, okay. In my, in my part-time gig. Mm-hmm. I'd probably just sell feet pics on OnlyFans and make a lot of money. I would. Well, why the fuck are we doing this podcast? <laughs> chop, chop. Yeah, well, you can sell your hairy-ass feet. Oh. People just be like, I want my money back. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And in terms of what we've been playing uh, for video games, not a whole lot together. Uh, the summertime usually just brings a video game drought in general. Um, E3 happened last month, or, yeah, last month, so a whole bunch of shit got announced. But I've been replaying through the Dead Space series, 
and it's super exciting because they just announced that they're remaking the original. So that's fun, and it's a scary kind of Resident Evil-esque clone, if anyone's ever gone through that series. So it's a lot of fun. Scary. You said that already. Yeah, mutants and monsters in space. Yeah, and then you moved from the Xbox upstairs to the Xbox downstairs, and you lost five hours of gameplay. Yeah, because the cloud save didn't transfer. And then I just said, fuck it, and moved on to the second one. Yep. Yep. Quitter. I've already played through it. Mm, sure. Whatever you have to tell yourself. And then board games, yeah, we've been playing a fuck ton of them, because we saw some friends who had a collection uh, of stuff that we've never played before, so that was a lot of fun. Um, we played through The Mind, which... Which is just fun. Yeah, it's, it's a party-esque game. Yeah, but it's not like, oh, here, I put my face-down card, now pick the best one. It's not that kind of party game. Yeah, so you start it with a deck of 100 cards. Everybody gets, uh, on one on round one, everyone gets one card. And then, without saying what card you have, you have to lay them down in number order. Mm-hmm. And just kind of reading the room and getting, like, just a feel of who you're playing with. It's a... Honestly, it's kind of a fun icebreaker game with people who've never played board games before mm-hmm. or that you've never played board games with. It's a fun, just quick, kind of goofy game, and I love it. Me too. Hmm? Yep. I bought it specifically because I knew we'd be seeing people again. Yeah. And also there's the game, which is similar, but a little more strategic, and you're trying to go from... There's two different piles. One's ascending order, one's descending, and you have to lay a certain amount of cards, but they're very similar. Um, and then yesterday we visited uh, No Land Beyond here in the city again, and we played. I don't know how to say this. R A L. R A L. It's A R R A I E L. Is that even right? I don't know um, I so. if that spelling is right. But basically, you're throwing a, a party, like a block party, and uh, all your people are. Shaped like Tetris shapes. Yeah. And you got to try and make them fit uh, onto your block in a way. Phoebe's outside the door crying. crying. Yeah. Um, You got to make them all fit and you got to collect, you got to attract more visitors, blah, 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 blah. Super cool. Yeah. It has a really fun drafting mechanic on your round of, there's like this carousel that has all the piece shapes um, and you can spend action points to spin the carousel to orient the shape that you want it to be. You choose that card and then you get to take the tile that you want and then lay that in your on your board. And as you orient things, you can... You're basically battling against the board too because there's a top part that slowly slides down for subsequent rounds and if it ever meets any of your pieces, you lose bonus points for the end of the round. But it's a pretty accessible game. Mm-hmm. The rules were very easy. Um, I feel like we can teach that to almost anybody, but and it's just really pretty. Like if you're into that kind of tetradomino style, that's a lot like Isle of Cats. Doesn't play the same as Isle of Cats it's in any way, shape, or form. Significantly easier. But yeah, it's easier and um, yeah, just less mechanics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was fun. We also played uh, a game called Here to Slay at No Land Beyond yesterday. Uh, and I don't need to play that again. Yeah, it, it's a very uh, fuck you game. Where Especially with two people. Yeah, you're trying. Essentially, you're trying to get a whole bunch of heroes out on your on your player area. You play them by uh, spending action points, and then um, the way you win is to defeat three monsters or to have six uh, heroes down, one of each type. 
and you're literally just laying cards down to be able to to prevent your opponents from playing cards, uh, to prevent to like to fuck, fuck with, with their, their dice. dice roll and stuff like that. So I think it it could be a good game with more people, but two players, it's very like your only goal is to is to mess with another person. It kind of felt like Munchkin a little bit to me. Yeah, it's too random. Mm-hmm. It's too random and too much. I just didn't like it. Yeah, there's no strategy. But it, the artwork was cool. The The mechanic was unique to an extent. But, like, it just wasn't for us. Nope. Um, and then we also uh, we got introduced to a series of three games by uh, a company called Board Game Tables. Normally, they just make board game tables. Different surfaces, all this other shit to play your board games on. But they made, uh, they had developers come in and make three specific games for their store. Tiny box games. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I've played two of the three. I played all three. Yeah, so Mountain Goats, it's a dice rolling game where you're trying to get your goat up uh, a specific numbered mountain. You reach the top of the mountain, you get the points. Yep. But if somebody else also gets to the top of the mountain after you have, they knock you back down to the mountain. You're just collecting different points and the person with the most points at the end wins. Yep. Um, one of the other ones is called GPS, where there's a rocket taking off, and your whole goal, uh, wherever the rocket lands, basically, you put a satellite into orbit, and your whole goal is to get your satellites in numerical order, because they're all labeled 1 through 12, um, and you want to be the first one to be able to do to do that. So we played that in like 15 minutes, so it's super quick. Mm-hmm. And then the third one we played was called Sequoia, where you're trying to plant your plant the most trees around different numbered forests on the game table. So there's like one You want to have the tallest trees on that forest. Yeah, so when you plant your... You put your forest tile down, the next time you put a forest tile down in that same number, and it's numbers 1 through 12, and that's indicated by the dice that you roll. Um, Each time you play another tile down on that number, you're building up your stack. Then essentially, at the end of the game, the person who has the most trees around the board wins. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, without going without too far. going into the rules, but um, yeah, and then we also played uh, Campy Creatures, uh, which is kind of a new take on like trick taking, mm-hmm. almost, sort of. Is it betting? Is it more betting? I think than it's tri- more bet- betting than trick taking. I was like, trick taking didn't sound right mm-hmm. in, when I said it. Um, yeah, so basically, you're just trying to collect all these different creatures, and the way you do it is by playing one of your cards which has a number either 0 through 8, I think. Mm-hmm. And each different card is a different effect. Yep, each card has a different ability. And then if you have played the higher card, then you get your first pick at the creatures. Each creature then has a different ability or something that might happen when you do that um, to try and basically control these different locations. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's done by uh, Keymaster. So the art is f- fucking great. Yeah, and if you're into like classic horror stuff, the thema- like thematically it just looks beautiful. Yeah, I just like I just like looking at it. If we're being honest, like mm-hmm. I enjoy this game. I don't know that we need it for the two of us. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed playing it, and I just like I just like looking at their shit. Mm-hmm. All their games are so beautiful. For sure. It's just rude. And then one of the most unique games that we played, uh, introduced by our friend circle, was called Cubitos. Yeah, this game is great. Yeah, it's fucking weird it's so weird and i love it so much it's a dice drafting game where you're rolling different kinds of different colored dice that each game 
have different abilities based on the card sets that you decide to play with. But essentially the gist is, is that it's a race. You're trying to race around this track and get from the start to the finish line before anybody else does. Mm-hmm. And there's just different ways and different um, abilities that you use with the dice that you roll to move or to gain currency. There's a whole bunch of different ways for you to move around. And it was just, it was very unique and fun. Yeah, I posted about it on our Instagram page and in one of the board game groups. And it's funny to me that people got people are like, ah, I don't like this game. It's too random. I'm like, yeah, literally the whole point of the game is rolling dice. Like, yeah, yeah it's it's random for sure. But like, that's the kind of shit I like. I don't I don't like going into it knowing that somebody has an exact strategy to win. Like, it's the game is literally all about rolling dice. So yeah, sometimes they're not going to be in your favor, and that's fine. And sometimes with stuff like that, there are strategies or like different dice that you can add to your pool that will make it easier for you to win but we didn't know that going in so it just it was a really fun and unique mechanic that we've never really had the chance to mess around with and it was fun mm-hmm. I, I think eventually we'll add that to our collection yeah but. i do too if they if we would have seen it this weekend we probably would have picked it up mm-hmm. but we didn't yeah and then uh we just played azul this afternoon yeah kick my ass sure did and then uh, a whole bunch of card games that we play at breweries and we have we need to do an episode on card games too yeah i know we just need to record more you know on a regular basis like oh, a schedule okay oh yeah that makes sense it does and we'll work on that yeah probably not <laughs> we say it and then in uh two weeks we're not at home either so nope so yeah we'll see you in like six months yeah maybe no i'll be before that yeah probably but yeah uh if you guys like what you heard uh we appreciate it you should follow us on all of our social media stuff on facebook and instagram uh, we're uh, Bored to Death Podcast. Mm-hmm. And we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Yep. So yeah, find us there. Um, go give us five stars. If you want. Please. Yeah. I haven't gone back to look lately uh, because I've tried to let go of the person the last time. So. Yeah. How dare you leave one star and not give me any feedback? Yeah, if you're like one star and like, you guys suck, but I could live with that. Yeah, at least you put some originality into it. Yeah. But yeah, that helps us uh, with our visibility and for more people to listen to our show because it's a lot of fucking fun to do this when we know people are listening and we're not just speaking words into the void. I mean, we might be. We might be. But that's just life. Yep. And then you got to also just find all of our stuff in their native form at boardtodeathpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know what else we've been doing that we didn't even talk about? What's that? I'm officially a cycle instructor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I spend a lot of time at the gym for that not to come up as a thing that we do in life. I just feel like it's like because we're such gym people, we don't share that too much with too many of our friends. No. Is that just easy to disassociate? Disassociate? Yeah. From they, like... They pay me to do it now. I'm no, no, but I mean, but, but like not talk about it in like the general things that we're doing. Well, maybe nobody here cares either. That's fine too. Yeah. I care. So that's why I told everybody. Me too. It's fun. There you go. Yeah. I so. get to beat people up and make my own playlist to do it. So mm-hmm. works out. And blow some old people's hips out, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Badge yeah. of honor. Badge of honor. It's my next Girl Scout badge. B- blown hips? Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Just an old person skeleton. I don't even know how you put that into a badge. Yeah, anyway. I think we, we already set, told people how to find us. I Hopefully nobody's listening anymore. So. Yep, so uh, yeah, until next time, uh, don't stab anybody. Uh, don't call for you're not supposed to. And, and put your phone down when you're driving. Yeah. I'm John. 
I'm Kayla. And this is how we roll.